Omega Man Radio has been commissioned to invade deep into enemy territory, drive out the hosts of hell, and take back the land. Our mission is to preach Jesus Christ, the Son of God, who is the only name written under heaven by which men might be saved. Cast out demons and pray for the sick that they may be healed in Jesus' name. If this program is a blessing to you and you would like to take part in this harvest of men's souls, join with us and attack the hosts of hell by donating any amount online at www.omegamanradio.com Are you ready? Ready to take a ride? Grab your coffee and strap yourself in. If you listen, we can hear God's plan. Because the show is about to begin. You're listening. You're listening to the Omega Man Radio Network. Second, 2010. I'm waiting for my bumper music. <laughs> well, tonight's going to be an interesting show. We're going to have uh, Reverend Jeff Beavers from Kentucky on the program tonight to kick off the first show of the Omega Man radio show. Hopefully, as time progresses, we'll have some uh, bumper music that we'll plug in and so forth. Now I'm just waiting here for Jeff to call in. A little bit of dead air right now. That's okay. This is just a test. Here we go. And we have uh, Reverend Jeff Beavers on the line from Kentucky. Jeff, are you with us? Yes, I am, Omega Man. How are you doing tonight? Jeff, uh, congratulations. Uh, You are the first guest on the Omega Man radio show. The Omega Man is very pleased. (laughs) <laughs> I'm honored to be here. Uh, Jeff, uh, can you uh, hear me pretty good on this line? Yes, I can. Okay. So what this is, this is a test, and um, this is really neat, man. What happens is uh, you go ahead and select the, uh, the time you want your program to run. You can choose day or night, Monday through Sunday. And then um, you can dial in about 15 minutes before the program starts as the uh, the host, and uh, you put it on, like, speaker or whatever, and they'll tell you, you know, 10 minutes remaining, 9 minutes remaining, and then, it, you know, it'll tell you when uh, you're getting ready to go live. So you can uh, upload some bumper music if you want, you know, kind of like to uh, start to show off. I've got to figure out how to do that. And then you've got a little switchboard on the computer, and you can control it. You can have up to five people call in. So uh, when they call in, um, you can, you know, you can uh, patch them through. You can keep them on hold. It's really cool. You control it all from your keyboard here. But um, you get a dedicated guest call-in number, like the number you got would be the same number every time you call in. And uh, when you call in, it patches you right through as long as uh, I'm broadcasting at the time. And it says right now, my switchboard says on live, on, on live now, 57 minutes remaining. So you can choose the format of your show, 15 minutes, 30 minutes, an hour, and, uh, dude, this is all for free. Right. What do you think had, about uh, that? <laughs> it sounds great. The quality's great. I can hear it on my computer. Um, it sounds good. There's a little bit of a time delay, but the sound quality's excellent. And we've got several friends and family listening to it already. Oh, my goodness. What's what up with like. that? <laughs> <laughs> well, no, this isn't going to be professional at all. I just, uh, I'm just playing around with this. Um, 
A guy named Rick Wiles of True News turned me on to this. He said that uh, this is the way most people should go to get their feet wet because, you know, otherwise you've got to go out there and invest in a lot of equipment and, hey, you know, you could spend the money and realize, hey, you know, this isn't my gig. This isn't what I want to do. But he said, uh, you know, figure $15,000 for a real nice studio. And I said, whoa, it's out of my price range right now. Um, but, hey, this is pretty cool. Yeah. So what happens is, go ahead. By, uh, you got five people on the line that can call in, right? That's right. And they call in live? Okay. They can call in, they can call in live. And uh, what they tell you to do <clears throat> in the documentation that comes along with this, you know, the, the startup packet, uh, they tell you what's good to do is uh, maybe have um, someone set up as, um, you could say, your promoter or producer, rather. And what they can do is they can log in and they can actually uh, screen your callers, you know, and say, you know, uh, you know, this I am the producer of the uh, Jeff Beaver show. Uh, what's your question tonight for Jeff? And you know, you can screen them out and uh, decide who you want, you know, you want to bring on next and so forth. It's really cool. Kind of hard to do that, uh, you know, solo. But uh, you know, if you can get a, get someone, like, for example, Donna could be your producer. You see, yeah, and she could screen your calls that are coming in. And then uh, when you record the program, um, it gets uh, put up on the Internet as a uh, an archive podcast. And I think you can pump it through iTunes. And I'm just learning about it. I mean, uh, literally, uh, I opened the email tonight. I said, what the heck, let me just jump on in. And, you know, this is pretty easy. Right. And I talked what to I- a really nice automated lady. And uh, she run me through the whole program, what buttons to hit to talk to you. And um, wow. apparently, you can hear the broadcast too over the phone. If you just wow, dial that's in amazing. The, the telephone number. So um, that's what uh, that's what they were telling me. I could have listened to the broadcast with my phone or by computer. So you see, if this is, works out like I think it does, uh, you, me, Mike, Damon, your dad, you know, anybody who wants to do a uh, a program could do it for free. And uh, really, kind of run it professionally over the internet. In addition, to, you know, to the places they might want to broadcast. I was talking to Rich Keltner watching the radio, and he told me that uh, there's a guy out there named Russ Dizdar, which is uh, he's a pretty big name in the uh, the prophecy circuit. Uh, he started this way. He continues to promote his program this way, and he's got a lot, big following. Because what they do is, um, when you name your show, then they go ahead and, uh, and you schedule. It. They put it in up on the the uh, the web and they advertise it. So there'll be people out there, you know, just looking for a, a program to listen to and they'll come across yours in the directory. Plus there's all kinds of ways that, you know, they'll promote it for you and so forth. And then, you know, you can actually uh, have some premium services starting at like 39 bucks a month. But I figure, heck, let's, uh, let's try the free features, see if this thing works. <laughs> um, so what's the Lord put on your heart this week? Uh, any, anything today in your prayer time? Um. I've just really felt God just drawing me close to Him, wanting me to spend time fasting and in prayer and um, getting prepared and spiritually prepared and physically prepared to um, step out and do whatever He calls and asks us to do. And um, I, I almost literally like hear His voice calling His people, saying, come back to me. It's time to fellowship with me. So it's... Um, it's an awesome time to be alive. A lot of people are afraid, but um, we're told in the Bible to fear not. And we have not been given a spirit of fear, that we've been given a spirit of love, power, and of a sound mind. And um, God's been talking to me about preparing. Each person has their own ministry, has a call, and we are to sharpen those skills that God has given us and be seeking Him, praying for a fresh anointing, and um, getting ourselves ready for our harvest of souls to come in, getting ourselves into position for money to be transferred, getting ourselves into position for doors to open up. Uh, this is a time, God's also said that many have worked and toiled for years and saw very little fruit, but this is a time that um, we're going to inhabit houses we did not build. We're wow. going to drink of the Bible says the wine and the vineyards that we did not plant. It said another has planted, but we're going to come in and we're going to drink of those things 
were going to take land that others um, had planted, but they didn't take it. This generation here is going to take the land. So um, it's an awesome time to be alive, awesome time to be a Christian and to know God. And um, I just encourage everybody to really be seeking God, throw away your religion, and seek Jesus Christ and see what he has in store for you. Man, amen to that. I received that too. Uh, what has the Lord been showing you in terms of uh, how to prepare? Um, when, when you um, heard from the Lord that he was going to activate you into ministry, uh, what did you decide to do at that point in time to get ready for it? Okay, there was um, the first thing I did, I started off with a um, time of fasting for about a month. And um, I was fasting and praying, and um, praying very diligently, interceding, praying in the Spirit, and um, God, for me, he began to show me things in, in my life and areas in my life that needed to be dealt with, things of the flesh, um, all the way down to even how you talk to people, how you treat people, that um, I should be walking totally in love. And um, love doesn't mean always um, turning your head to sin, but love means simply to let God's love flow through you to the point that you can reach somebody that's lost without judging them. And if you need to speak correction to them, that you can speak that, the Bible says, in a spirit of love. So um, every, everything from my personality, God said, to um, how I deal with people, he wanted me to be more outgoing, more talkative, to smile more. Um, all kinds of little changes that he wanted to see in me that I could be a vessel used by him to the greatest extent that he had for me. He also dealt with me, um, I had been battling some issues in my health for the last um, 10 years. And um, here lately, every time I go to the doctor, they're lowering my medicine. Um, I'm, I've received several healings in my body. Um, in the last two and a half months, I um, have lost 40 pounds. Praise God. And God kept telling me faith without works is dead. And... Um, so he put me on a treadmill. He showed me the right foods to eat. And um, I never wanted to deal with those issues in my life. But God said if you will deal with them, then God will step in and help you deal with those, and those issues will not be an issue any longer. So um, I thank God tonight, literally my health is being restored, and I think it's a sign that he's saying to all of us, I'm with you, I will work with you, I will walk with you. Um, God wants to team up with us, literally, and accomplish something great in all of our lives and use us greatly. So I believe even um, the healings and the weight loss and my body physically changing, all this is just a sign that God is saying, I want to work with you and I can change any circumstance in your life. I can change it. Anything that doesn't line up with the Word, God can change it in a heartbeat and cause you to be a powerful person in God. So you tell me that um, if uh, if God has called um, someone to ministry, then um, He will provide the means for them to carry that out. He'll also um, help them get prepared for it and uh, to be used by God. We don't have to uh, hold a PhD. I mean, He can take anyone and use them anywhere. Is that what I'm hearing? Right. He took fishermen. In the Bible, basic fishermen that had no education, and they turned the world upside down. They spent three and a half years with the Lord going through a training process. And at the end of that process, then they were endued with power from the Holy Spirit. And the Bible says they literally, people would say when they would come into the city, here's the men that turn our city upside down. And God wants to take, he specializes in going to the back of the line and taking the least qualified and those that are hungry for him, and getting those people, pulling them out of the caves where they've been hiding, and filling them with his power and using those people. He, he loves to do that because the Bible says that confounds the wise. The wise don't have an answer when the least <laughs> qualified is given a position of authority and greatness. Well, man, that's where you found me, in the back of the line. <laughs> yeah. Now, you were, when I was uh, visiting you and Mike... Um, about a, let's see, maybe six weeks, two months ago, uh, two months ago, maybe. 
Has uh, has it uh, has time flown that fast? Yes, it has. Man, it sure has. Um, you were sharing with me something the Lord had showed you uh, relating to uh, our calling and uh, fishnets. Uh, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. And some references to the cave. Um, share that with us. What did the Lord show you in a uh, in a vision? Okay, I was seeing um. God's really been talking about nets and fish. And when you look in the Bible, that's exactly uh, the miracle that he did when he was calling his disciples had to do with cast your nets on the other side and you would catch a great load of fish. So um, when we spiritually look at that, catching fish means winning people to Jesus. And um, God, when um, you and myself and my brother, when we went out to pray, in a prayer meeting, God began to talk about that for each one of us, about positioning us in the in the place He wanted us so we could catch fish or win souls for Him. And um, He's really here lately, been talking and um, things that I had seen 16 years ago, and God kind of went quiet on me for a season. He didn't talk a whole lot about it. He suddenly began to begin to say things again to us and begin to. Um, uh, especially the number 333, he began to just roll that out. Everywhere we turn, we see that number. And um, God began to show me that the number 3 in the Hebrew means perfection, the power of God, and restoration. And when you put all three of those together, when you get 333, it's all that coming upon you at once. And um, I believe for myself, for the Omega Man, for my brother, and some of the Omega Man's family, they are being lined up, and, and we're seeing it every day. We get reports, literally, lined up to receive the blessings of God to go out into the ministry, to have the finances, to have the influence, to have the connections, to have the doors open. Everything that we need is being lined up right now, supernaturally. It almost blows your mind when you sit back and look at it. And... um about two months ago in our prayer meeting when we was praying, God was talking that he would start doing these things. And now we're seeing it happen very quickly, too. Things that we waited years to see, we're seeing within days. So that it's a very exciting time to sit back and watch God do these things for us. Now, for those that are just tuning in uh, live to the Mega Man radio show, uh, we have a call-in number if you'd like to call in. You have a question. For uh, myself or Reverend Jeff Beavers, you can call in at uh, area code 917-889-2745. Again, 917-889-2745. This is our prototype show. We're having a little bit of fun tonight uh, to go ahead and test the capabilities of this software. Uh, We're using a program over at blogtalkradio.com that allows anybody to do a podcast uh, from the privacy of their own home. So, uh, so far, so good. Uh, Jeff, uh, where are you located at uh, for listeners uh, just tuning in? Um, Give us a little bit bit about your background and uh, how you got into the ministry. Okay. We have, um, for the past 25 years, have been located in south-central Kentucky. And um, our father was in the military, so we moved about every two years. And um, when he retired, he retired here in Kentucky. And um, most of the family has stayed right here, even on the same property for the whole 25 years. And um, like you talking about God going to the back of the line to get you, that's where he found me too. Even though I, I grew up in church, I uh, grew up a pastor's son, um, I decided at 18 that I knew more than God, and I was going to run from him and run from the calling, and um, found myself in a world of desperation and hurt. And um, at 24 years old, God began to change things in my life, and through a series of events, I got saved, and um, he called me into the ministry in 1994, and um, after I stepped out and went full-time into the ministry, um, just miraculous healings, people that were blind began to see. God began to grow bones back into people instantly. People that um, 
the doctor said would never walk again. Got up and began to walk. After we prayed for him, God healed him. Uh, we began to see people getting saved, people being delivered from demonic oppression and possession. Begin to um, see people baptized in the Holy Spirit. Just miraculous, wonderful things. And um, my testimony would take up three or four programs. But um, in the middle of that, I was attacked and lost my eyesight, lost my health. But God has moved through that. He gave me my eyesight back. Each day he restores my health. So I give him praise for that. And I'm, what I'm doing now is seeking him for a fresh new anointing to go back into ministry. And um, I'm waiting on his timing on that. And shows like yours right here, it's an awesome opportunity to even from my house just to speak to people, to minister to them, to pray for them. So um, I thank you for this opportunity tonight. And um, I'm waiting for my testimony to be totally complete, uh, just like you are. And um, Now, uh, Jeff, uh, already... Uh, God has started to do some um, amazing things in the past couple months regarding your health. Um, you had shared with me um, how you had diabetes from a young boy. How many injections, um, let's say six months ago, were you taking per day to stabilize taking, your sugar? I was taking six. And, um, and now, now I'm taking three. Wow. So you've had a 50% reduction already. Right, right. Um, that's pretty powerful right there. And uh, now, God showed you you're going to be going into full-time ministry. Um, he gave you a glimpse of uh, what that ministry would entail. Share a little bit about that. Okay. Um, I saw in 94 95, he gave me just little glimpses of um, the deliverance ministry. And um, probably was able to minister to at least a hundred people that had some kind of demonic problem. Either they were totally possessed or they were oppressed or they had a disease that was caused by a, a demon. And um, there's many testimonies of how God healed people that had um, diseases and with, with, that were demonically influenced and God healed them, gave them miraculous miracles. And um, that's Part one part of the ministry he's given me. The other part is um, a prophetic ministry uh, to be able to see into the spirit world. Um, and there is another part of a healing ministry that um, I saw just a glimpse of. And um, so I'm seeking God for all all three of those to combine and come back even stronger than they were before. Boy, that's fantastic! Now. Um... You have a brother that's also in the ministry uh, named Mike. And um, offline, uh, over the past couple of weeks, uh, you, me, Mike, were talking, and Mike had shared that uh, you and he had uh, started to hear a, uh, a lady crying at night. Uh, tell the listeners a little bit about what you heard and what the Lord uh, showed you out of that. Right. Yeah, we were both, my brother and I both have audibly heard, um, either at night or while we're waking up, a woman crying, and I mean crying desperately to the point she can't catch her breath, and I'm um, just in travail, and um, very disturbing. And um, the second time I I heard it, I was like, God, what is this? Because I'm getting up, looking through the house, trying to find this woman. And um, he spoke, and he said, Read Jeremiah chapter four, and you will find the crying woman. So I opened it up, and I read the whole chapter, and there's nothing about a crying woman in it until the very last verse. And it talks about the daughters of Zion are, are travailing, they're crying to the point that they're, in the Greek it says they're gasping for breath. They can't even catch their breath. And it said the murderers are coming upon me, and I'm going to faint. And, um, but when you read all of Jeremiah chapter 4, it talks about um, one calamity right after another coming upon the people because they've stopped obeying what God said to do, and they're hard-hearted. And God said, I will send one calamity right after another until they begin to listen to me. And he talked about this one calamity would hit, and there wouldn't even be a bird left. It would desolate, it said, the whole countryside, and there wouldn't even be a bird left. 
and it just it went off in my spirit. He's talking about the oil spill, and this oil spill is um, God said I'm going to use this to do some things, and um, it's going to rearrange the oil spill is going to rearrange some geographic locations. It's going to cause some people to migrate and move, but it will also cause now. Here's the wild thing: it will cause a wealth transfer. It's going to do something. A wealth transfer. Yeah, it's wow. going to do something to our economy. It's going to change. It's going to take money out of people's hands that were misusing it, and somehow God's going to change this and put that money into the hands of Christians, which is going to be very interesting to see how he does that. But um, many people are already getting themselves aligned that we've shared it with. They're getting themselves aligned, getting their businesses ready to catch literally this migration of people that will begin to move north. And as people move north, the Holy Spirit will move north also. He's going to go up. My brother saw this. Uh, God began to share it with him also, that the Holy Spirit was going to move and go up through Georgia, through Tennessee, Kentucky, Indiana, Ohio. There will be a move of the Spirit. Uh, I saw somebody else on television the other night prophesying that there will be a move of the Spirit that will go up the East Coast. So that that's in line with what I'm seeing too. So um, God's going to move out of this catastrophe, and He's going to do something. So it's going to be very interesting to see how all this lines up. Now, for people out there and listening, and uh, who are aware of you know the events that's going over in the Gulf, and uh, you know they see the uh, the earthquakes around the around the world, they hear you know that uh, Iran may be getting ready to. Uh, attack uh, Israel, and a lot of people are fearful out there. Uh, what would be your message to them right now? The, the Bible says um, literally the earth, in the end times, the earth would physically cry out for the manifestation of the sons of God. And what that means is the earth literally right now is crying for the church to wake up and get the power and the glory of God back in their lives. And the earthquakes are a sign of that. If you notice the weather, the winds are howling like the the Bible says they would in the last days. Uh, floods are killing people. Weather is killing people left and right. That is the earth standing up and saying, I'm tired of sin. And um, that's documented in the Bible. It's documented in Revelation that it would happen. What Jesus told his disciples, he said, when you see all these things begin to happen, he said, rejoice, because your redemption is drawn nigh. And then he gave them a plan. Basically, he told them, during this time, you are to draw near to me, and you are to occupy till I come, which is a military term, which means to take land. And we've got a choice. We can either sit back and be afraid and do nothing right now and wait, or we can occupy we can go into Satan's territory and take back land that he stole, and um, we can be a witness and a light. The Bible says in the end times, gross darkness would cover the earth, but it said the glory of God would also be revealed and cover the earth. And it said in that darkness, it said light shall come forth, and the people will see your light and come to you. So this is the time we've got, as Christians, we have to be different than everybody else. We, we have to stand out. We have to have peace in our heart when everyone else is being tormented. We have to have the whole armor of God on. We have to be in his glory. There has to be something different about us. There has to be light on us because the world now is dark. And light is only good when you have darkness. If there's no darkness, you don't need light. So the darkness is why the Lord said, rejoice when you see these things. This is our time to let God shine through us and to be the people that he's called us to be. Amen to that. Uh, you know, so to the world out there who doesn't know Jesus Christ, um, there's good reason to be fearful right now because that, uh, these things that are happening are a sign that uh, time is short. And their window of opportunity um, to know Jesus as their personal Savior is uh, is becoming smaller and smaller. Right. And uh, 
as we as we know, a person dies without uh, Jesus, you know, they're uh, they're going to spend an eternity um, in a place that God did not create, you know, for mankind. But uh, due to you know his disobedience and his sin, uh, you know, that's where they go, and uh, you know, time is short, so uh, it's it's a wake up call to the lost to get out there and uh, seek Jesus Christ, seek God while he still may be found, and to the believer to get busy. You know, equally our time is short, and, you know, the time to gain a reward is short. So, you know, the uh, um, I agree with you. That term, uh, occupy, till I come, uh, it takes on a whole new meaning when you look at it from the, the military definition. You know, it means to go out there and actually take back uh, territory from the enemy. And, you know, Jesus said, uh, you know, pick up your cross and follow me. So um, this is not the time uh, to be fearful as a believer, you know, to go uh, hide yourself in a cave, you know, and stock up a bunch of beans and rice and bullets um, and just, you know, wait for the return of the Lord. God wants us to uh, be fearless and get out there and actually do something for him, uh, you know, help bring the lost in pluck people out of the ditches, minister to, to people, deliverance, healing, the gospel message, you know, whatever is required at the time, and uh, to get busy, right. you know, to put our shoulder to the to the uh, the plow and not look back. And, uh, you know, a lot of people, they think that, uh, you know, they're doing God a service just by going to church once a week and warming a pew. But, uh, you know, he didn't call us to uh, serve him in that way. I mean, we should fellowship, of course. But uh, we're to get equipped and go out there and and do missionary work, even if it's our own neighborhood, right? <laughs> right. Uh, you know, to be doing something for the Lord. Uh, because that's all that's going to matter is uh, what we've done for, for Jesus. That's all that's going to stand in, in eternity. Uh, you, know, it's, you know, we can make a million dollars down here, and what good is it going to do us? If we didn't know Christ, you know, we enter the world naked, we'd go out naked. Uh, I've known people like that. Uh, by earthly standards, they're very wealthy. You know, they had all the cars, the the money, the big homes, uh, success. But then they died. They didn't take a dime with them, and uh, so it was left behind for somebody else to enjoy. Now, would you rather be like that, or would you rather be someone that uh, worked for the Lord, um, went out there and saved the lost, fed the poor, healed the sick, and then you know? get to heaven and have a reward that you can keep. So That's good. Uh, um I was, while you were talking, it come to me in in these last days the the biggest problem with the church is the divisions. Denominational divisions. Um everybody can read the Bible and it's funny we all interpret it a different way. There's um those divisions, there's doctrinal divisions, there's all kinds of divisions. And when the church first started in the book of Acts, if you'll notice, they had divisions too. They were fighting over, that should um, we teach circumcision? Uh, should we teach them to keep the feast? And they all sit down, and they had this meeting. What come out of the meeting it was, we're going to preach the gospel, and we're not going to let anything stop the preaching of the gospel, even if we don't agree on something. We agree to disagree. I believe um, there's going to be a group of people rise up and go, you know what, preaching the gospel and getting people saved and helping the hurting is number one priority. And that will cause right people that if they've got differences in opinion or differences in doctrine or what they believe, that will cause them to lay that down and work together if Christians would ever learn to work together, we could take this world in no time. And um, that, that's that been one of the the weak links in the church has is, is been division. God's not in division. He's not in denominations. He, do, he doesn't want anything to tear us apart or to split us or put us in our little group. And there's a little group. He, he's not in any of that. He said, Father, make them one as you and I are one. So God is in unity. And I believe I believe that's a key. If people will get hungry, God's heart for souls 
to the point they're ate up. If they don't see a soul being one, they can't sleep, they can't eat, they can't do nothing. If people would get to that point, then we would be able to work together as the body of Christ and do the great commission that God has commissioned us to do is to win souls. I, b- I believe that that's the number one thing on God's heart, on his mind right now, is winning the lost right now. Amen to that. I, I think that's the single most important thing that any of us could be doing right now is uh, working for the Lord, you know, asking God, God, what would, what would you have me to do? Uh, where would you like me to be used in the ministry? And then uh, once he's given us some insight on it, uh, launch out in it. And I, I believe that uh, the financials will come, you know, the divine appointments will come, you know, if if God uh, calls you into the ministry and you're willing to be obedient, you know, he's obligated to meet your needs so that you can carry out whatever he's called you to do. And uh, everyone can do something for the Lord. You know, he's he calls some as pastors, some as evangelists, some as teachers, you know, uh, some into the deliverance ministry. Um, everybody can do something for the Lord. You know, even if it's... Uh, sharing the gospel with uh, our neighbor. But uh, the key is to, do, to, to, to get active for the Lord, uh, to get off our butts, and uh, you know, realize time is short. You know, the, the harvest is ready, the workers are few, and uh, you know, God's looking for some men and women out there that will be obedient and that uh, will lay aside everything else and pick up their cross, follow him. I mean, you know, it says in the Word that uh, in these last days, you know, he that... Uh, will seek to save his life, will lose it. But he that will you know, lose his life will save it. And uh, I can tell you, you know, my personal testimony was, you know, some years ago, I became aware of what was going on. I, I became aware that we were in the end times, and uh, there was a new world order forming. And, you know, some people want to call it a conspiracy, but, uh, you know, you and I right now could uh, make plans to do something. You know, we're conspiring. So, you know, c- conspiracies are real. Um, I believe that uh, it's becoming very evident that uh, we've got to be in the, the last days, especially when you know the, the word "new world order" is you know used almost every week by some world leader. You know they're talking about uh, a one-world currency. You know these are all things that Revelation talks about what happened before the return of the Lord. And uh, I think it's evident where we're at in the timeline. I think time is short, and uh, as such, uh, you know I knew these things were happening and. I kept following them, and uh, I said, wow, you know, this is disturbing. And uh, I got to the point where I let a spirit of fear grip me, and I said, well, if I know these things are happening, then I, I need to start preparing. And so I started preparing the flesh, and I think a certain amount of that is good. You know, Joseph knew that, you know, when he was second command in Egypt, uh, Joseph knew that uh, famine was coming. So he put back, what, seven years of uh, grain or corn, whichever it was. And that actually saved his family during the uh, seven years of famine. You know, Noah built an ark for the saving of his family. You know, it says a wise man seeth the structure from afar and hideth himself. So I, I do believe that God wants us to do what we can when we know that some terrible things are happening. But, you know, you can only do so much. And, uh, you know, you got to put the rest in God's hands. And uh, I saw these things happening, and I, I got it out of... Uh, you know, out of whack, I uh, started to say, well, you know, I'll I'll prepare for every contingency. And I kind of I lost sight of, you know, we got to trust in God. You know, no one will be able to prepare for all these things that are coming. You know, in the world, you know, it says men's hearts will fear, fail them for fear of what's coming. And uh, I started to try to prepare in the flesh. And that's, that's not the way to, to make it. Um, you know, just as when uh, there was the exodus out of Egypt. You know, the children of Israel took everything they could on their backs, and the way I remember it, they ran out of their supplies after three days. That's what they had to do. You know, they had to rely on God uh, for supernatural provision. You know, their, their clothes didn't wear out. Uh, he rained down manna. You know, he met their needs. And I believe we're going into a, a wilderness of our own in these last days if we find ourselves alive as these, you know, final chapters... Uh, of this age start to wrap up. And so I don't believe anybody will be able to prepare for everything that's coming. You know, you can put back a little bit of food uh, 
you could store a lot of food, but then they could come and confiscate it. Or, you know, you could be overrun by people at gunpoint. You know, you could be separated from your food. Then what are you going to do? I mean, if we put all of our faith and trust in what we can do on our own flesh, you know, we're in trouble, and that's where I was. And uh, it took God to open my eyes and realize, you know, it's not about saving my skin. It's about getting busy and doing the work of the Lord and trusting in Him. That, you know, if we're doing about His business, He'll take care of what we need. And, uh, you know, it says, He that endureth until the end, same shall be saved. So um, I think that uh, if we want to uh, endure till the end, our best chance of doing that uh, is going to be to be in the center of God's will. You know, because the world out there, their their hearts are going to fail them for fear, you know. And uh, there's going to be a lot of terrible things come on this world, but uh, I don't think that uh, that should be our focus. As believers, we need to get busy, you know, doing what God has called us to do and leave the rest from, you know, to, to Him and enter into that rest, you know. And so, uh, you know, through... Uh, series of events, God uh, turned my mind and you know, got me on the, the right course to where um, now that's my whole focus and uh, that's my overriding you know, concern right now is uh, getting busy, doing God's work, trying to warn others, waking them up as well and saying, hey, some bad things are coming and the only way we're going to make it out of this is we've got to be able to trust in the Lord 100%. All right. He said... Um he gave us a key to how powerful putting the gospel first is. He said, if you will seek first the kingdom of God and all his righteousness, all these things will be added to you. The disciples had just asked him about how are we going to be clothed and fed and who's going to take care of us. And he gave them a key. He said, if you will put the kingdom first, everything you need. And then he even goes on to say, your heavenly father knows you have need of clothes and food. They said, you won't even have to ask for that stuff. If you put God's kingdom first. And his Jeff, we've got a, uh, a live caller. Would um, you be willing to take a call on the air? Maybe some questions? Yeah. Let's, let's, uh, let's bring this guest on. Stand by. All right, uh, you're on the air with the Omega Man Radio Show with uh, Reverend Jeff Beavers out of Kentucky. What's your name? Uh, my name is Joseph. I'm going to go by Zoe. Zoe. Zoe Mortal. Slipping through the yep. portal. There you go. <laughs> I know you, Zoe. Uh, welcome to the show. Uh, are you on the line still with us, Jeff? Yes, I am. All right. We've got a three-week conversation well, I'm, I'm going. I'm excited that, uh, that you have your radio show going. I'm, I'm, I'm very excited and uh, proud to be uh, on Omega Men Radio. Well, I promised you that uh, when we launched this off, uh, you'd be one of the first guests on the show. So here you are. Uh, it's amazing how this has all come about. Um, I had emailed Rick Wiles of True News. I'd been picking his brain. I'd been talking to uh, Rich uh, Keltner, Watchman Radio, my friend uh, Dan Caitlin of uh, Messiah's Branch, several people out there who are doing programs and just wanted to get some advice. You know, how does one get started doing this? And I'll be honest with you, it's kind of overwhelming to me. I'm not uh, the, the world's smartest guy when it comes to, uh, you know, technical things like, you know, putting together a show. And, you know, I, I had a desire to do one, even back as far as 2005, but I could just never get it off the ground. So uh, I told a number of you all, you know, man, I've got to get this thing going. I'm going to figure this out come hell or high water. And uh, so I get this email back uh, from Rick Wiles, and he says, listen, don't go out and spend $15,000 because that's what you're going to need to have a professional show. He said, go check out blogtalkradio.com. I never heard of that. So... Uh, I kind of glanced at it the other day, and then I said, you know, i got a little bit of free time tonight. Let me go back and look at it one more time. And literally, in an hour's time, correct me if I'm wrong, Jeff, uh, I called you up. I said, um, we've got a show scheduled for tonight, and then here we are. This is a, uh, it's a service that anybody can start a, a podcast. All you need is a telephone line and a computer, and um, it's free. You know, you... Uh, you pick the time you want to broadcast. You get a dedicated guest calling number, like y'all are calling in on now. Yeah, you know, you you configure it a little bit. You decide if you want to do a 15-minute show, a 30-minute show, an hour show, what have you, and you can take up to five callers uh, on the air. And you get some other uh, neat things all for free. 
And, uh, you know, it's a great way to get your feet wet and then decide if you want to spend a little bit of money and, you know, maybe get some uh, some custom things, like maybe a toll-free line. But, uh, uh, Zoe, uh, Jeff, have you all met before? Yeah, we yes, have. Yes, we, we have spoke on the phone, yes. And, uh, okay, Jeff, uh, you're you're in uh, Kentucky tonight, am I correct? Yeah, that's right. And, Zoe, where are you uh, calling in from? I'm in Royce City, Texas. Um, that is about 35 miles east of Dallas. Uh, is it hot down there right now, this time of year? It's like 95 um, in It's got to be hot in Texas. Yes, it's extremely hot. And actually, they're predicting one of the worst heat uh, predictions for the, for the year, or for the decade, actually. Um, you know, it's going to be in the well in the double digits for the rest of the two months left of summer. And I'm not looking forward to that. But I got extreme tan because I work outdoors during the day. And I'm kind of like feeling better now that I have a, a kind of a, a coating on me. I'm, I'm sort of like a, a Texican now, you know what I mean, the way I look. <laughs> so it's, it's good. It's good. It's, it's taking uh, getting used to, but um, I'm getting through it. Now, Jeff and I were talking of some of, some of the things of the Lord. Uh, Zoe, we're going to do a whole program and uh, get into your testimony. Um, but in the 15 minutes that uh, are remaining, um, share with us a little bit uh, what the Lord has put on your heart. Uh, what is he saying to you right now? Well, there's several things he's saying to me, but just in a nutshell, um, you know, I kind of left, like you guys were saying earlier, about the kingdom of God, seeking the kingdom first, and all these things will be added unto you. You know, it's very hard to lay down mother, brother, you know, career, uh, lay all these things, talents, gifts, all these things at the feet of Christ, to really, really lay it down, to say, you know, Lord, I am yours, you know, I will forsake all for you to do what you've called me to do, for thy will be done, not my will, but thy will. So I've been going through a process of death, and uh, I, I, at first it was like I prayed, Lord, you know, take me through this, I really want to do it, you know, you pray out, Sometimes when the Lord is strong with you and you pray and you cry out to him and you say some things and then you kind of forget what you say. You know, a few months later and you realize, well, Lord, what's going on? Why is my life being you know, torn up like this? And then you say, wait a minute, I prayed that prayer a year ago or two years ago and God's bringing it to pass. So I'm in the process and transition of God bringing to pass a major death process so that I can be used 110% in the coming, um, you know, I, I would say any time move. I believe I'm one of the gentlemen that is that God has chosen to be part of the man-child ministry. And I am excited to be getting ready for that. And I've seen some fruits uh, in my life regarding the release of that. And I've connected with brothers like you and others that are also sensing that that is where the Lord's taking them. And we're going to be a company of people that are going to have understanding and we will instruct those that, you know, I would say that aren't aware, Christians that God is going to bring, uh, uh, you know, very swiftly to understand that, hey, something real serious is going on right now. And, and they're going to get on board. And we're going to be there to help train them, love on them, feed them, clothe them, and be a, uh, a ministry of Christ to them. And that's kind of like where I believe I'm fitting in with this thing. And it's a global thing, but it's also a local thing, too. And, uh, you know, I kind of connect with some of the other programs and hear what God's doing with other uh, shows and podcasts and stuff. And it seems like that's what's happening. People are being prepared. Uh, we're being called to fast and pray now. We're being called to lay it all down. And everybody's wondering, Lord, where should I be in this thing? And that's like my biggest question. So I'm way out here in Dallas being prepared for the next, you know, step of where I'm supposed to be to be a faithful minister of the Lord. Amen to that. Uh, it's like Jeff said earlier, uh, God is... It's amazing. Uh, he's activating people all over the world, and it must be that uh, time is short. So uh, you know, it's, it's exciting to link up with uh, Jeff and Mike Beavers and other people. Um, that we've come in contact with. And uh, podcast is so cool. 
prior to the Internet and, you know, this technology, you would have had to have some big bucks to do your own radio program. And now, you know, anybody can do one from the privacy of their home, so it's really cool. Yeah, what's interesting, too, is you can, you can connect with Podomatic or any program that can promote this show, and people can download it from anywhere uh, as long as you link them to it. And, of course, I'm sure like uh, Rich Kellner from Watchmen and other radio shows that you're connected with may be nice enough to link you to some of their listeners, and, and you know, you're going to get out there and be able to spread the word you know, that the Lord has given you, which I believe God is giving you a word. I, I know you, Bruce, and, um, and, I, and I know that God has put a great word in you, and you know, you, you're now going to be able to share, release, and actually open up the windows for others to come in to pray and testify, and people that normally wouldn't be on a radio show to speak, and bring them forth, and that's, that's awesome. It's a whole other part of the body that you're going to you know, use um, the technology that you got now to bring them forth. And I'm excited about that. I can think of five people that need to speak. You know, I need to have something to say. They have an exciting thing that's going on in their lives, um, you know, and, and the evangelistic aspect of things. There's a lot of evangelists, a lot of ministry in the streets that are going on that people don't know that, hey, people are on fire. You know, we got to let people know what's really going on to spark others, you know. Yeah, a group called the Elijah Challenge. Uh, tell the yes. listeners a little bit about what the Elijah Challenge Well, the Elijah Challenge um, was, uh, well, it's William Lau's ministry out of Houston. And just a couple of years ago, uh, about now, I was, um, you know, hearing, uh, uh, it was a show that Watchman Radio had done, Rich had done with William, he was a guest, and Brother Tom Briggs as well, and I overheard him speaking about this ministry, and I was pricked in the heart, you know, about what he was saying that God was raising up. And I'm like, I gotta be part of that. I gotta be part of it. It was like it was like the little rascals when you, if you ever seen that episode when he said, "Learn that poem, learn that poem." His mind kept repeating. I was like, I gotta go to Houston to get that train, and I did do that. I got on board and I took uh, my truck and I drove down it by myself and sat through Williams' a basic training. It was a, a training of boldness and power uh, uh, through the spirit of Elijah that God was going to prepare a group of people to step out uh, in the signs and wonders ministry in the Great Commission. So I was a part of that, and, um, man, I was so excited as I was being with the brothers there. And uh, I said, Lord, if this is really for me, I'm going to stand up and ask the Lord to heal me, to, to give me a sign. And I had a hearing issue, lost 40% my hearing before I was saved at a rock concert, walking past the speaker cluster, they turned it on. So long, long story short, I raised my hand and said, Lord, if you are really in this for me, I'm going to ask you to heal my eardrum. And this man put his finger in, it, in my ear and commanded my hearing to come on in the name of Jesus Christ. He stood there and pointed at me. And some volunteer stuck his finger that was being trained, pulled it out in the name of Jesus and I was able to hear again, and I was so excited that God had confirmed that to me and blessed me with that miracle, and I went out and began to exercise my faith with others, and I began to see great things. And I will begin to tell you more about that as time goes on, but that's basically the nutshell what, what Elijah Challenge was to me. Man, that's a real miracle, and uh, we're starting to hear about miracles happening all over. I have to yeah. believe the last stage. Hello? Done in, uh, you know, Christ time, but uh, clearly, um, and I believe uh, as people get obedient and they get out there and get filled with the Holy Spirit and I mean, there's a time coming where uh, if we live long enough, uh, we won't be able to maybe get to a doctor. Yes. Very true. On each other. Command healing in Jesus' name. Um, so, you know, all those things. Uh, 
second left. Uh, I want to everybody uh, for tuning in tonight. Some regular programs out there, and I think this technology could be used by all of us uh, to, to do our podcast. Uh, you still on the line, Jeff? Yeah, yeah. Uh, hey, you're breaking Zoe? up a little bit. Yeah, okay. you're breaking up a little bit. You're fading in and out, but I can hear every few seconds you fade out and fade in, but it, it, I got most of it. Now, I happen to be calling in on a Vonage line, so uh, that's tied okay. into the Internet. I bet you if I were to get just a regular landline, um, it would be really clear. So that will be something to uh, to test out. Well, we've got, we got a couple minutes left. Uh, hey, Jeff, you want to close in prayer? Okay. Yeah, I'll be happy to do that. Absolutely. Father, in Jesus' name, Lord, we come to you tonight, and we ask for those that are listening, those that don't know you, God, that you reveal yourself to them, that the Lord Jesus Christ, the forgiver of our sins, he will take our sins away if you will call upon him and ask him to come into your heart. Lord, as you have done for all of us tonight, the three of us, you have brought us out of darkness. You have brought us back from death. You have saved our lives and brought us out of great darkness where Satan would have loved to destroy us. But God, you delivered us and you set our feet upon a rock. And I thank you tonight. You were the same yesterday, today, and forever. You will do it now for those that are listening that do not know you. Lord, that your healing power is released now. I rebuke every disease, every malfunction of the body. In the name of Jesus, by his stripes, you are healed instantly and completely now. I destroy and come against the work of every demonic activity that would come against your mind, that would torment you, that would cause you stress, that would cause you to lose sleep. Every torment of the mind, every schizophrenic spirit, Every spirit of depression, every oppressive spirit of the mind, I come against it now in the name of Jesus. I command you to go from their mind. We are to be free. God has not given us a spirit of fear. We are to be free in him. And I thank you, Lord, you've come that we may have life and have it more abundantly. On the authority of your word, Lord, the office that you have called me to, I step into it in the power and the authority of the spirit of God right now. I declare the people free from every demonic activity, from every darkness. Lord, arise. Let your people arise in this time. Call them forth in the night, Lord. Let visions and dreams come forth in their minds, in their hearts. Lord, let the sleeping church arise in this last hour. And let your glory come upon it. That, Lord, that many will come into the kingdom in this hour right now. That sweeping souls will come across, Lord. Your spirit will move across America, Lord. As you are getting our attention, Lord, through these calamities, God, don't let it go to waste, but move by your spirit, Lord. As people are looking for an answer, you are the answer tonight, God. You are our delivering power. You are our peace, and I thank you for it, Father. In the mighty name of Jesus, I declare it done, and we thank you. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Glory. Hallelujah! Thank you, Lord God. Zoe, did, would you like to would you like to add anything? Yes, Lord, we just thank you for the radio show you've given uh, Bruce Lee, Omega Man, and we ask you to bless it, Father. We ask you to pour out your Spirit upon it, Lord God. We ask you to draw guests that are anointed with your Spirit, Lord God, that have the delivering power in their tongue. And we thank you, Lord God, that this is a new beginning, Father God. And we thank you for all the great testimonies and the word of the Lord that's going to come forth on this show. We dedicate it to you, Lord God, as first fruits, and we thank you for blessing it right now in the name of Jesus. Amen. Yes, and I want to thank you, Father God, tonight for my brothers, uh, Jeff Beavers and Joseph White out in Texas. I want to thank you, God, for all the watchmen out there and for this opportunity to get out and uh, do some work for you in these last days. And I'm asking you to bless both these brothers this week and any that are listening. And uh, we thank you for everything. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 
Well, guys, I'm down to one minute. I want to thank both of you all for coming on. Would you uh, both be willing to come back again on a future program? Yeah, of course. We'd love to. All right, excellent. Uh, signing out then, uh, God bless you all, and I'll be back in touch with you. Thanks for all coming right. on the program tonight. You're welcome. All right, good night. All right, you've been listening to the Omega Man radio show. This was broadcast number one. This was a test, and uh, I'm going to listen to it on the uh, archive feed, see how it uh, came out. And it may require a little bit of tweaking to our equipment. But, uh, hey, you know what? Like uh, the young prophet Rodrigo said the other day, get bold. So that's what we're doing. So I trust God wanted it, and uh, this will open the doors uh, for some ministry to take place. Uh, I want to thank uh, Rich Keltner for his encouragement. I want to thank the others out there, like Rick Wiles and others um, who gave you some information, and uh, give God the glory for it all. See you next week. <laughs>